corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution. Books born in American history. You're the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all. Relentless patriot, Frank. Good evening, relentless patriots. I'm relentless patriot Frank with another relentless patriot episode of everything happening in this world and how best we can address it by using our patriotism and our Americanism to fight back. Before we get started with our constitutional reading, just wanted to let you guys know about the imminent failures, the imminent failures of the Democrats and what they've been trying to consistently do to us and that thank goodness that we still have some members in Congress and some people like you out there willing to fight, willing to fight against this new world order, willing to take it on together. And um, tonight's episode is going to be very special. We're going to have a couple of awesome guests on here. And we're going to be talking a lot about, obviously, the imminent World War III threat with, the, with Russia and the Ukraine. And there's a lot of information coming out. I know there's a lot of you know fake news coming out from the mainstream media. And we're here to address that as well. Remember, if you're on this show and you're... You're tuning in for the first time. Remember, this show is different than any other show you've ever seen. We talk about the Constitution. We constantly read from it. We always look to our forefathers for guidance. That's number one. Not the government, not the mainstream media, not any type of um, you know, social media platform where they tell you what to do and they silence you based upon it. So without further ado, let's get started with our constitutional reading tonight. First, to fire things up. This reading is from John Dickinson and Thomas Jefferson on the causes and necessity of taking up arms, written July 6th, 1775. In April of 1775, the shot heard around the world, quote unquote, was fired in Lexington, Massachusetts, thereby beginning the American Revolution. On June 14th, 1775, the Second Continental Congress met to adopt the New, New England Army as its own. It also began assembling this declaration, largely from the writings of Thomas Jefferson and John Dickinson, to substantiate the fighting yet to come. Okay, and they go to say this, and this is important. I want you guys to remember this, being that we're under constant threat from the New World Order, the Federal's banking system and reserve, and all the false news coming out about how Russia's the bad guy and Ukraine's the good guy. Same thing with Israel. You know, they always like to point fingers back and forth. But we are reduced to the alternative of choosing an unconditional submission to the tyranny of irritated ministers or resistance by force. The latter is our choice. We have counted the cost of this contest, or the cost of this contest, and, and find nothing so dreadful as voluntary slavery. Honor, justice, and humanity forbid us tamely to surrender that freedom which we received from our gallant ancestors and which our innocent posterity have a right to receive from us. We cannot endure the infamy and guilt of resigning succeeding generations to that wretchedness which inevitably awaits them if we basely entail hereditary bondage upon them. That's a very powerful uh, paragraph. So as you guys know, our forefathers, not just you know some of the presidents of the United States or in the government, were very keen on freedom and knowing when to stand up and actually fight for it. 
And most of the time, we had to back then. We were dealing with tyrants everywhere. Not, not just within the British government, but to the, to the uh, much like the rhinos of today, but to those, those charlatans back then, those bureaucrats, those disgusting sympathizers, the colonials that still decided to support the British rule here. And we have Mr. Vinny. Good to see you. Good to have you on. And a quick while I continue with this Constitution reading. How are you, my friend? It's good to have you on here. Great to see you as always. How are you? Good. I am furious, as you know, and I'm getting real tired of all the false news narratives and how zero people decide to look to the past. Look to the past for any type of advice, any type of decision-making moving forward. Exactly. Thank you. Is it our fight? <laughs> That's right. It, it definitely is our fight. Now, I'm going to continue to read here from John Dickinson and Thomas Jefferson on the causes and necessity of taking up arms. Thomas Jefferson goes on to write this. Our cause is just. Our union is perfect. Our internal resources are great. And if necessary, foreign assistance is undoubtedly attainable. We gratefully acknowledge as signal instances of the divine favor towards us that, it, that his providence would not permit us to be called into this severe controversy until we were grown up to our present strength, have been previously exercised in warlike operations, and possessed of the means of defending ourselves. With hearts fortified with these animating reflections, we most solemnly before God and the world declare that exerting the utmost energy of those powers, which are uh, our beneficent creator, hath graciously bestowed upon us the arms we have been compelled by our enemies to assume we will, in defiance of every hazard, with unabating firmness and perseverance, employ for the preservation of our liberties, being with one mind resolved to die free men rather than to live as slaves. Now I'm just going to stop right there. The time for retribution is at hand. And I know you guys have heard me say this for years now. Matter of fact, I've been talking about this since 2010. With Obama's reign and then the socialistic nonsense coming in, Operation Fast and Furious. I mean, you talk about Alex Jones decades and years. I've been talking about this stuff. My problem is this. Where is everybody? On a good day, and this actually brings us to like what we're having in Jersey. On a good day, a genuine freedom rally, we are lucky if maybe six people show up and that's even pushing it because usually it's maybe like three and it's the same three people that you're constantly getting. I don't, um, obviously you had a work commitment, which I get because work is important. It's how we make money. Right. That's different, but still, I was able to have my schedule worked out where I was able to go. Um, I had awful work and we were able to go down to the, uh, the, the state house is where we always go usually for the medical freedom stuff. And nurse Jen was there. She was talking and you know, Nurse Jen, she's a wonderful lady. She's a good Christian. She never gets upset or like cusses. She almost borderline did, and I don't blame her because she has been holding the line since day one while working as a nurse, saving lives, that's helping correct. people, but also speaking against the tyranny that's going on here. When everyone else remained silent, people were complying. She quit her job because of the mandates. She showed up. Sorry, Jen, you're fired. She was livid and she has every right to be because no one is there. On like the national walkout day, hardly anyone showed up. 
If we had the same crowd, peaceful, because again, we always come in peace. If we had the same crowd that they had over the summer of 2020, they would end these mandates in a, in a, in a New York minute. And it's sad because six That's people right. come up, no one comes to when it's important. And then what they do instead is they focus on little things. Oh, the media might not like us if we have this or that or that sign. Oh, you can only have this flag, that sign. Don't say this, don't talk to anyone. This is the problem we're having in Jersey. Our next, uh, the truckers rally, I told people boycott it because it does not seem like a real truckers rally. There's rallies that are going on down in Mississippi, South Carolina that are wonderful. They have a variety of flags, a variety of uh, rebels and patriots. New Jersey's is so bland. There are people leaving the state to go to other states to help them because our I find that, I find that I find that repulsive, but at the same time, good for them. They're actually understanding that these rhinos that are running our state currently need to step down and get out of the way of our constitution, get out Welcome, of the way Corey. of freedom. They are preventing us from standing together. Anybody that sympathizes, much like the colonials, sympathize with the British and were willing to negotiate with them and surrender their own freedoms, we will not. We just can't. We cannot. At this point, with Russia invading the Ukraine and the New World Order fighting back, okay, because Ukraine is owned and ran by, and decimated by, and socialistic, socialistically done by the NATO treaties and the NATO group. They're actually part of it. They're allied with them. Putin and Trump literally just started talking again. And they had a phone call, and Trump said, we have your back. So if this is going to be World War III, my friends, in the face of tyranny, bring it on. That's all I have to say. You know, because for the, for the longest time, Vinny, you and I know that Ukraine has started tons of fights with its neighboring allies. They have performed terroristic acts. They have bankrupted people. They have stolen from people. Uh, one of my good friends who went up there, I mean, you know, I talk about personal or not, he was just visiting Ukraine and he was jumped and his, his jaw was broken. I mean, like, the, the way the people act there, that's one thing. But their government is completely evil and helped establish the Federal Reserve way back in the day. And I am appalled that people want to cater to countries that they know little to nothing about. And meanwhile, they can't even stand up for their own. What happened to all the constitutional conservatives when it came to, you know, you remember that one day that uh, we decided to show up for your NJ Flaggers event? You know, and, and That's right. how many of there were us, like a handful? There were a handful of, uh, of us, and you know what, better. I got to admit, even though it was only like eight of us total, I have more respect for the eight of us that came because it's always the same group, and I know that I can have y'all's back, y'all can have my back. We're a tight-knit group, but the sad thing is I wish there was a lot more people because what happens is you get this many, you get a whole crowd that will come if you just say the T word, Trump. But then when they, they come, they want it to be like all these ridiculous rules, and right, it's just it's a bunch of nonsense. You can't have this flag, you can't say that. You're not allowed to represent anything other than just Trump. And that's wrong. And that's the problem because they don't, and they also selectively hear certain things, which is really irritating because then, you know, I told everyone, I said, look, there's some things he did that I liked. There's some things he did I didn't like. But then the problem is when you worship someone like that with a God, and then you have these other people that come into office in New Jersey, people just like, example, Jeff Andrew, he was a former liberal. He just somehow changed to Trump overnight. And he says, if I run as a Republican, and if I right. say that I'm for Trump, people will vote for me. That's what happened. We end up in this position where he is now voting on a lot of liberal things. The New American, if you ever follow them, 
they have a voting scale and they write, they write some things I don't agree with, but it's a, you have to make an informed choice. Like you're never going to agree a hundred percent. What I do like about them is they score people by the constitution and it is heartbreaking because New Jersey, we score the same all across the board, a big fat, awful F, but do you want it to be a zero or do you want it to be, Oh, let's get a 40%. This is what we're dealing with here. And I tell people, wake up because you have candidates, rhino candidates, like you have Billy Prempe, who I thought was really good at one point, somehow did a full 360. He started hanging out with Darius Mayfield. They both got endorsed by, um, by Jeff Andrew. And I warned him, I said, what the heck is this? He's a rhino. He, he voted with Nancy Pelosi on the whole like spending thing. Right. So if you have a Republican who's basically in bed with Nancy Pelosi, and then he's voting to remove monuments, what's not to say he's gonna vote against your medical freedom or more something that will impact us additionally. That's correct. And that's the scary thing, because when you have these conservatives that are allowing the liberals to get away with murder, basically, literally, too, allowing them to pass these federal bills that are more big governments instead of having states' rights with certain things, that's a problem. Because you know what? When Absolutely, it is. Dog manure, I mean, horse manure hits the fan. I don't want to stay in a socialist state like New Jersey. I want to go to, you know, Tennessee, Florida, Arkansas. They know that's that right. I will not bring those same grievances no, that some of these neoconservatives have there. there. No one's allowed to express their freedom up here. You can't, you can't say freedom rally or MAGA rally when technically you or I or someone out that has a flag that is not of what they want there. Oh, right. I have, the, I have this too. Um, I feel like I have like a little evidence binder. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I ordered recently. It's a wonderful item on the, the Confederate shop, the Crossroads store. They have a whole bunch of items. They have the mini flags, which are hard to find, the cotton ones. Nice. But the guy, he's a, he's a wonderful guy, and he includes information because it's so important to be informed about what you're flying, to know the history, because you can calmly educate someone. That's I've had right. people screaming and yelling in my face, and I sit there, I sit there with a smile. I'm not going to stoop to their level. When they're done having their tantrum, we'll have a discussion about it. Um, right here. It says, Confederate flags are American flags, symbols of American heritage, culture, and sovereignty. Confederate flags are honorable and legitimate symbols of our American history. We recognize that some people, that some people, flags of the South represent nothing more than their perceived icons of hatred. To those individuals, we extend a friendly hand of sympathy. Their ignorance is not so much a reflection upon themselves as an indicament of those institutions entrusted with the serious task of education, higher education, and news dissemination. Well said. And the failure that reflects directly upon the motivation of those institutions. That sums it up well. And they type a whole bunch of wonderful points. I'll put a photo up of this later so people Please. can like see. But that little segment right there sums it up well because half the time, and uh, if you see right here, follow my friend Corey. He's wonderful. I told him send a request to join because he's very smart. He, he's taught me a wealth of things. And he brings up a good point that wolves in cheap clothing, they are rhinos. Absolutely. That's where that's the what we're doing the Arnolds, the turncoats. Absolutely. And I think it's like, it's crazy to say on a good day in New Jersey, you're lucky to have 1% of the true patriots like myself that are peaceful. We are, again, and people like, you know, look at us and they're like, oh, you give us a bad image, this and that. If you're more concerned with your public image, image here is a newsflash. The news, regardless of how wonderful you look, if you're all dressed up in suit and ties and the ladies have fancy sun hats and little hoop skirts, they're still going to find a way to paint us as the bad guy. That's right. You know no what? What. It doesn't matter how much ammo you give them, they're going to find something. And they cower and they kowtow to them like it's no one's business. And that is what and sickens they, me. That, that is weak. That is not about patriotism anymore. It's not about freedom. It's about complacency and what you're, oh, no one's going to join our cause. Well, guess what? 
they already decided not to join your cause anyway. And simply because there's a Confederate flag at a rally does not mean you represent slavery or represent hatred or represent anything else that the political left decides to spew and brainwash people about. And I always rotate my flags, and I always encourage all my flaggers, rotate your flags out. Show them there's a wide variety. My favorite is when I have the Bonnie Blue people think it's a Texas flag, or, um, let me see if I can get it right here. <laughs> That's the best part. This one right here, which is the first national flag of the Confederacy. If I have this one out, which I bring that to uh, Trenton all the time, I've only had one people and ended up on the Democrat Socialist. I managed to anger them. They look at that flag and they think it's the Puerto Rican flag or the Cuban flag. <laughs> That's the stupidest people are. And it's the funniest thing because I am Puerto Rican and I'm proud of that. And I love it because every time I have the first national, people correctly guess part of my ethnic background. And it's, I wore it on the, the plane the one time I had a breathable, which is great because I found a way around it. I have a breathable mask. So it looks like it's uh, opaque, but it's really breathable. And I would have that on the, uh, the plane. And uh, the funniest thing was the one lady, I thought she was going to, you know, catch on. And I thought, uh oh, she yelled at me. And she's looking at me and she goes, she puts her hand on my shoulder. She goes, I stand with Cuba too. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. You stand with Cuba. You must be a communist. <laughs> I, I, I can't. You, you cannot make this up. And it's funny because of how clueless they get. I know. And I, uh, let's see what Corey says. My favorite is a trans Mississippi flag. Many. Corey, that's a. I don't know if Corey if you or you saw my, um, my nice recent TikTok. I did a TikTok on that with my one of my uh, other SCB brothers, Jonathan. He's a, Jonathan's also a veteran. So Jonathan's account is named uh, Trans Mississippi Kid because his ancestors also fought under the Trans Mississippi flag. We had a hater think the Trans Mississippi meant something else. We were on the floor laughing. They thought it meant like that we were transgender. Wait, real quick. I'm just going to jump here to a a great, uh, reading about the Ukraine and the media and how the you know how all the lies are coming out about that Absolutely. Yes, they're all innocent. This is from I'm a good friend of mine. I'm not gonna uh, put your name out there, sir, but as always, there is a big manipulation in the media, as you guys know, to Satanize the future objective of a war. That is what happened in almost every war the United States has participated in. They convince everyone that someone is bad, and once they have the willful acceptance of desired war. By the majority of the public, you guys know they could proceed with it. In essence, mainstream media is incredibly ineffective. They're effective. They're false and manipulated propaganda machine, as you guys know. That is why one should doubt any war justification they provide. As we understand right now, guys, here, here's the, the, Donbass, the Donbass region in Ukraine has been under bombings and multiple attacks and economic difficulties by the Kiev government in the last decade. They're already living in their basements for a long time, as is. As I understand the actuality, the actual government of Ukraine ascended through a bloody military strike and instituted, even in the Constitution, the definition of Russia as the enemy. These actions, for the record, were financed by the United States, some sources state. The Donbass region speaks Russian, and there are more than 800,000 Russians living among there. The reason Putin has decided to intervene there is because the Kiev government is not honoring the peace treaty of Minsk and stopping the damage and attacks on Donbass. Besides France and Germany who signed the Minsk agreement, they're not stepping forward to demand accountability or support the agreement whatsoever. All the government uh, of Kiev has said publicly that they will not honor the agreement, the president, the ministers, the foreign policy chiefs, everyone is not agreeing to any of this. 
And what's crazy about this, Crimea, uh, which was part of Ukraine, made a poll in which 85% of the region wanted to be part of Russia. After years of aggression, attacks, and lies from Kiev, Donetsk and Luhansk have solicited Russia uh, have solicited Russia to be recognized as independent nations. Russia has repeatedly said that what that Ukraine must not be accepted into the O into the OTAN, as it is in the process of for it will create a war between Russia and the OTAN as the fifth point. My goodness, so much information coming. All these you can find in the next in, uh, in the um, in the next re uh, reports that are coming out. So don't satanize Putin, guys. Like, yet there's heavy misinformation going on about how Putin is the bad guy, and that you know they're they're you know we, we should uh, demonize him because he's invading Ukraine, guys. Ukraine helped establish the centralized banking system. They are part of the Red Shields. And I'm not saying the people, even though the nation is socialist, I'm saying that on that border where Kiev is, there are people that are speaking Russian that are from the Ukraine. Ukraine used to be part of Russia, right? So why would, why would Putin decide to strike into the Ukraine? Is Ukraine all, at all that innocent, Vinny? I mean... No. But, and here's the... Here's the I think people tend to have this blind ideology and you have a lot of liberals that are, you know, wanting us to get involved, which should be a red flag. Yeah. The other red flag is you have all the Democrats want to get involved. And then you have those of us who are like, Hey, let's not even get involved. It's not our fight. Look at how many wars and lives that we've wasted that were like this. We, Vietnam, Korea, both epic failures. That's Historically, right. look at what Lincoln did. He invaded a whole nation. People That's are right. ignoring that and they glorify that, but then they demonize what Putin did. So it doesn't make any sense at all. No, There's a really great meme that is being shared. It shows the, the first national flag uh, that, that, oh, those rebels, that's not okay. And then you have Ukraine. Oh, that's fine. Or right, no, right. Ukraine was like, oh, that's not okay. And then the uh, rebels, um, you know, Lincoln invading us. Oh, that's fine. That's the, the double standard. And also there was a wonderful meme going around, which is so true. How many wars that you had in Europe that USA got involved in that did bombing? They had a whole chart, but then people turned a blind eye, turned a blind eye. We, we had it with what, Afghanistan, Iraq, that's we right. were in other things. People turned a blind eye. Then all of a sudden, it's shady. It's very shady that all of a sudden that the media is telling us to care now. When I find it amazing. Uh, like I just watched a, a a Fox News briefing for a second. I don't like to I don't like to look at Fox. But what what particularly set me off was you had this stupid idiot pouring out Russian vodka in protest of Russia. What is that going to do? Ukraine. You're going to well. What's going to happen is here's the funny thing. A lot of those you know. People don't have an idea of how things work when it comes to importing. I think a majority of the time, you'll have a label that sounds fancy or sounds Russian, but it's probably made within the USA because to actually go all across the world to ship out vodka would mean that you'd be paying an arm and a leg. Typically, when you manufacture, you have something in the West Coast, the East Coast, and something in like the Midwest. So everything is shipped evenly and you have consistent pricing. When they do that, they not only like, look like fools, but it does nothing. It hurts their own business. They're throwing away their own money. So that's if they right. want to do that, that's fine. They already you, bought the vodka. I mean, why would you pour it out at a good, perfectly? Out you know what we should do? We should do a donate to Frankie and Vinny. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, look, what, let me ask you this. What is so wrong with taking on a new world order? Putin had literally talked to Trump about saying this is not an invasion. This is not anything to worry about. This is a direct military strike. 
against X, Y, and Z. And he put it out there. He put it out there to let everybody know, yet Fox News won't cover it. Any other news network won't cover it because obviously that goes against the grain. It goes against the agenda. And, and the fact of the matter is this. Yeah, you're right, Corey. Um, it is a waste of good vodka because Russian vodka is pretty damn strong in my opinion. Um, and, it's, it, and it's great. I have That's no great, problem Corey. with the Russians other than what they used to do during the Soviet Union days. You know, and, and force people to, you know, to to attack and just throw people in there with Stalin, you know, against the Germans. And just millions of Russians were wasted on German tanks as the Germans are trying to invade Russia. Um, did, did the Cold War ever end? Absolutely not. Is the Cold War still around? You betcha. It's all over the place. The socialist disgustingness has invaded America, taken it over completely. And now, if we're not careful, guys, we will turn into a communist dictatorship. If we are not careful, the United States, our freedoms, our constitution will fall if we don't start fighting back without these rhinos intervening with every step that we do. The only person that's actually worth hearing about and listening to is majority Taylor Greene. That's it. She's a great one. And she's her, even Lauren Boebert, she's another good one. And which I've noticed, which is actually, it's crazy, but also in a good way that you have, you have these very strong women that are now taking a stand. They're speaking up against the wrong. We have in New Jersey, she's wonderful. We have Jen McCarr. We are so blessed to have her because she's one of few that is telling the establishment GOP, go and take a flip and hike because they're tired of playing their whole coat and tie game and trying to look good and caring about it. And I tell people because you know what? Granted, you know, I am a registered Republican. There are times where I will truly believe in voting libertarian. Cawthorn is very good, too. Um, there's another one in there I forgot as well. Um, yeah, I'm a registered conservative. I ain't going anywhere near Republican. DeSantis is wonderful. <laughs> there's another one from Florida. There's several from Florida that are good. And the problem is that when you have that one bad one in the, the field, like we have in New Jersey, we have nothing but rhinos minus a small handful. And this is what's very sad is that I can count on my hand maybe two, three, maybe right. that's like less than a handful Republicans right. that had actually helped us from day one during the shutdown, standing up for freedom. You want to hear something really funny. Many people don't know this because when you get put on a lot of the boards and you, uh, you know, helping you plan rallies, you would witness this. They told us that they wanted everyone to wear a cover face covering. We told them, no, I told them, I said, you know what? New Jersey flagger style show up there with no face cover too bad. Then they were telling people, oh, don't bring any USA flags. It's too controversial. Oh, no, no Betsy Ross. They won't even let you have a Betsy Ross. They were this so worried what... about catering to the political left. That, that's the whole point that we don't. And they're friends with at all. Well, we had, ready for this? Here's another one. Because uh, I, I know a few of the people, which is really sad, that are now running, like they're in their 30s. Because uh, I went to high school with some of them in New Jersey. And you would kind of tell, like, who's good and who's not. We had the one guy, uh, Vinny Panico. He was running. We share the same name running for uh, the one office. And I told people, do not vote for him because I know him. He is extremely liberal. He's running as a Republican. He hangs out with some of the most socialist people ever imaginable. Unbelievable. This is who's infiltrating our party. R- right, Corey? C- Corey, if you want, feel free to hop on at me and Frankie. We'd love to have you Absolutely. On. That's what we have here. Guys, this is not the Frank and Vinny Corey show is wonderful. He's Frank also an SCV member. You know, he's got a lot of great information truly an amazing uh, gentleman and he's hopefully starting uh, Arkansas flaggers. So if anyone, anyways- we have the information I've got booting out of every single group, except for like one or two on all these social media platforms. When meanwhile, I was the bullhorn guy getting in, getting the, in mm-hmm. the Democrat left's faces. You've seen me do it. I've been in Trenton. I've rallied with people. 
I've, I've, I've stood there. I've stood there with these people, and yet they want to kick me out because, oh, I agree with the Confederacy, or, or I, understand, I understand the Constitution, or I'm willing to stand up in a different they way. They, remember that one time they bullied you? It was, uh, it was the rally that we were at, and I, I speak a lot about this because it's so um, interesting. It was at one rally. We were outside of Murphy's house, and they, had, um, they got mad at me for my flag, and I told them because I had it. I was wearing it. And they said, oh, you know, turn your jacket inside out. I, I looked at the person. And I said, shame on you for catering to the left. I am not turning my jacket inside out. No. I am staying like this. I want to get cold. Maybe I'll put a jacket on if I feel like it. So we, we hashed it out. There, there must have been like four fights. The in-group drama is so severe. By the way, with the uh, one of them, who was uh, that one guy there, it was Ty. He was helping to run the freaking uh, the truckers convoy in New Jersey, which, by the way, is not going to D.C. They even stated that this, this is not going to D.C. They're going to have people waste all of that gas. It's a deterrent is what I think. It's going to be a truck and car show. They were more concerned about getting, I think it was a bounce house for like, they wanted to be kid friendly. I said, number one, this is like a rally. Uh, you know. That, that's two different things. It's two different, way, they're not kid friendly. Activities there. I, I just don't get it. And it's, they didn't understand it. They have everything, all their priorities in the wrong place. Oh, don't bring this flag. Don't bring that flag. And then they're saying, but I think the police are on their, our side. Let's bring the back the blue flag. And I'm thinking, they're like, how will that work out in Canada? Like, you know, I think someone got trampled, but you know, yeah, yeah. Let's by all means, about that. Yeah. Continue to do it. Continue to virtue signal. They're making it into a little uh, a car show with a little political rally. I'm done with this. I am so done with that group of people, and I hate to even say that because I value integrity, morals, and values. None of them had that. The one rally that uh, you know we were at. Um, outside of Murphy's house, and then they gave you a hard time because you stood by me. And I told you, I said, Frankie, I said, you know, I'm not. They can't give me a hard time when most of them know me, and I've actually stood side by side with them at additional rallies. Here's the problem with most. Uh, and most I appreciate the, that you always stick up for me. Thank you, because I always will. Because I understand freedom and I understand liberty. It's a shame that they don't, but I will always stand up for constitutional values. I will always stand up against, stand against rhinos and surface conservatives that claim that they know what they're talking about when all they do is spew left and right nonsense from Fox or base or base their emotions on what Trump says and my favorite, or whatever the latest, uh, you know, watch thing, Fox. you know, whatever QAnon decides to spew out. Um, look guys, you want the truth? Here it is. Either you stand with us, either you join us or you die. You die as individuals, you die as the rest of the socialist class in this country. And that's where Benjamin Franklin comes into play. And that's why I like to recite tons of quotations and paragraphs and excerpts and letters from the Constitution. Either we join together or we will die. Our country will fall. Plain and simple. That's why it's on the Relentless Patriots flag, period. End the story. There's no question about it. I was already told at another rally, you should take that down. That's offensive. By other patriots. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, do you not even know about join or die? They don't. How can you not? How can you not? I mean, it, this is this is outrageous. You got Ben Shapiro trying to stand up for the Ukraine, trying to make Putin and Russia look like the worst enemies. Meanwhile, you're pro-vaccine, Mr. Shapiro. What happened to your surface-based conservatism? Did you throw that out the window with everything else? I think so. And all these, all these, you know, except for Candace Owens, but most of these surface-based conservatives. Barely talk about the stuff that we talk about. Barely talk about the New World Order. Barely talk about the 13 families and their evil plan with Operation Lockstep. No one, no one is there to question the actuality of what's going on. 
and you know what's crazy? Every time, like, you know, this, this whole thing, it's a bit of a game. Every time that there is something important, they either throw in some kind of riot or they throw in some kind of new variant. They, they keep the right. narrative. What I still want to know, and I've been asking this from day one, is what the heck is going on with the Ghislaine Maxwell trial? She has all these names. You'll never right. get a single cent because every time they try to put a little bit of attention, something major happens and they shift right. attention. So whatever's going on, it is not our problem because no, not. it is not because we have a lot to worry about here. It's just like when you're on an airplane. What do they tell you? You put your air on first before you help someone. We're basically suffocating. We have to. We have our own issues that we have to work out. Yes, we we are in no position to help anyone because we can't help ourselves. We our have to is, is a mess. Biden, Biden just gave $6.5 billion to the Ukrainians at their border. What about Here we go with supplying the enemy. Here we go with the central banking system. Here we go with uh, giving NATO more and more right. of our money to supply them with their own firearms and armor-piercing rounds. What is wrong with us? And I know that Biden has a lot of ties to the Ukraine. Ukraine actually helped orchestrate the Russian collusion hoax, if you guys didn't know that already. They had a lot to do with pretending that Trump had, you know, you know, uh, had rigged the election, so he won back in 2016, yada, 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 even though that's whole, the whole thing was definitely defined as a hoax already and everything has been disproven. But then you got Mr. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, who went to Ukraine on several occasions, okay, and he worked for them. He worked for them. He got paid to uh, keep his mouth shut about what the plan was with the Ukrainian government turning against Trump and turning against Russia and turning against their own people. Even right now, I've seen videos, Vinny, where Ukrainian soldiers are, and the Russians do it too, but the Ukrainians have been torturing the citizens who have been protesting against the war. First of all, mm -hmm. and the Russian, Russian uh, there's Russian officials or police officers that are arresting people in, pro in Russia in protest against the Ukraine. But you're, the soldiers, in Ukraine are torturing these people. They're torturing them. Like they're both, it's like socialist versus socialist. One's more socialist than the other. Putin knows about the Ukraine. Putin knows about the new world order. And he's trying to decimate certain areas of the Ukraine, Ukrainian provinces. This is a direct political attack. Direct a political attack on Trump and the United States. So when the Ukraine pretends to be all innocent, much like Israel pretends to be all innocent, just understand what's at stake. We gave them money. Now we expect them to fight. And they're going to expect us to fight and send our soldiers there. It's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. So what is that we're going to do here as Americans? Sit here and pretend that uh, you know, our country isn't falling apart? No. We got to find a way to congregate and you know what? I hate to say this, but we need to help out countries like Russia. <laughs> we need to help out fight to fight against this narrative, to fight against the Federal Reserve, the central banking system. They're the ones controlling all the, well, you know, and pulling all the puppet strings. And even like at our local level, because here's what's crazy. They're getting like school children involved in this. Let them just be kids, for God's sake. It's oh. important because when you're, all of this stuff is like one big cycle that's going on and on and on. And here's the sad thing. I tell people, I do believe in homeschooling, but here's the problem. 
it's very difficult to get a good job. Uh, but granted, there are some good trades out there, which do work. Uh, they do work. If you don't mind working hard work, I have a trade in, you know, the barbering cosmetology field. I loved it for many years, but you age out of it. So you typically need a degree of some sort, uh, whether it's business and you have uh, options online. You can get a great education homeschooled, which I think prepares you better off in the long run. But when you get to college, they tell you what to think instead of how to think. They don't teach critical thinking. They don't teach common sense. They make you take all these BS classes. I have to take a, a darn diversity class to be a clinical therapist. That's right. It's, it's insanity. It's so what happens theory is, is uh, oh, we have to get involved. I said, no, you need to critically think. They hide information. They suppress everything. I'm not going to say where or what, you know, who it was in case I don't mean to talk about it, but I was on a recent um, program lately. It was virtual. And the person had a problem with my flag background. I said, no, I'm standing by it because they were taught wrong. This is what we're being taught. And you'll typically Amen. find, which is really sad, it's usually left and right, which typically includes more of the independence on the right, that basically all of our beliefs are the polar opposite of the left. And the left goes, well, let's compromise. No, because when you compromise, they still aren't getting their way. I tell people, you give, an, you give an inch, they take a country. People think I'm crazy, but look at where that's got us in New Jersey. Uh, absolutely. We gave an inch. Christie gave them an inch. He gave them like football fields. Yes, he did. Not even an inch. He gave them football fields. They ran with now it. You have the, the NDA that's corrupt. You have uh, George Bush. You have all these. And I tell people, it is two birds of the, uh, two wings of the same bird. It does not matter if you are a hardcore Republican. It does not matter if you are hardcore liberal, because at the end of the day, you're still going to end up with a mess. No, absolutely. And and here's the thing. The rhinos are helping with this. They're they're negotiating back and forth for us when they don't represent anything or ideals of who we are as Americans. They're just supporting mainstream talking points, mainstream nonsense, mainstream union, northern army bullshit. That's right. And, and that's the all this is, is propaganda left and right about how great New York is, how great New Jersey is, how great America is without the South, yada, yada, yada. This, this is all this is. And you know what I think? I tell people all the time when they make a statement like that, what we need, because it's peaceful and we always preach peace, get a whole bunch of people together and let's do a secession movement again. Because at the rate things are going, you're going to need it because the South is still one of the best places to go uh, when, you know, when it's no one, to put it this way, who, who in their right mind retires up North? Unless you're extremely liberal, New York City is so dangerous. Crime is up an astronomical amount. Can't go anywhere without being pushed into the subway tracks. We, do you know what's crazy? So like New York, people forget this. New York had a lot of ties to the CSA. Every time there's a heritage group, whether it's Daughters of the American Revolution, um, Sons of, uh, even Sons of Union veterans, they're not safe up there. They don't like, they don't like General Grant. They, they spray painted as tomb, which is horrible. Yeah. The Daughters of the Confederacy of New York City, they had to meet in private. They, had, they said it was terrifying. When you drive in there, they said, do not have anything on your car. Be very careful. Don't walk a lot because you can get mugged. There's garbage all over the streets. It's a disaster. There are areas of New York that have been so destroyed, whole businesses up and left, and there is nothing. That's what New York has That's become because Democrats are in Guys, charge. If they take out the Empire State, then they can take out the rest of America. New York's supposed to be the stronghold, remember? New York's they took over to New York, they took over Boston, oh, Chicago. Look how well that's going. Uh -huh. um, my favorite, all these really tough gun policies, look at Chicago still, and you have all the uh, the liberals that just try to pin it on a conservative state or like, oh, that state has lax gun laws. Uh, but if your state was actually enforcing whatever rules they claim, how come the crime still happens? They don't read the crime statistics correctly, and they selectively cherry pick. And the other important thing is, look at who's doing some of those studies. A lot of the universities have a belief or a value, so you really don't get information that is 100% bias-free. 
Same thing for giving a historical opinion. I have people disagree with me. Anyone who's watching this, if you are on Facebook, look up New Jersey Constitutional Republicans. It is a neoconservative pro-Lincoln group. If you try to debate them on any kind of point, you get personal attacks. People are absolutely rude. They glorify Lincoln as this wonderful person. I've, I've been called ready for Sounds like a Democrat. Called Democrat. I've been called all kinds of different names. I've been called a lost causer. And I'm like, wait a minute. There is no such thing as a lost cause. These are all pro-Yankee myths that they have perpetuated to basically strike down our viewpoint and hide what the union did that was wrong. Corey yeah. brings up a good point. Chicago, New York, New York City, Detroit went straight to hell in a handbasket along, oh, Memphis. Corey, I'll, tell, I'll shock you with this That's one. That's why you got to watch out if you move down there, guys. You had, you, Don't go to Memphis. Memphis, the crime rate is not only through the roof, but out of Tennessee, it's that one area that's absolutely horrible. I went down there back in 20, 2014. We went down there. It was a family vacation. Or no, no, sorry, 2015. We went down there, family vacation, and we wanted to go see uh, General Forrest. We paid our respects back when his, his gravestone was there. He was buried there with his wife. Right. Just to get there, you had Bedford Forest Park, which will always, I will always call it Bedford Forest Park, not the new um, Health Sciences Park. Getting there, you had to walk through the streets. There was needles on the ground. There was trash everywhere. It, homeless everywhere. They'd go up to you. They wouldn't let you walk. They would try to like harass you for money. And they said, do not give them money. Give them like food or something else because the money would get used for nefarious purposes. When we uh, went to Memphis, the hotel was filled with cockroaches. Jeez. They told us, do not – Frankie, they were this big. Uh, you, you, you peel back the wall. They were staring at us with their antennas. It was horrifying. The pool had like a layer <laughs> of oil in it. It was disgusting. I did not sleep in the bed with my, sh uh, with my bare feet. I actually wore my shoes because it was that filthy. Never again will I stay in Memphis. We went to go see Graceland. It was so polluted, so dilapidated, so disheveled, and it has since only gotten worse. At one point back in like 2010, it was nice but starting to go downhill. We used to be able to sing Dixie there with the band, so you can't do that anymore. Thank you, Corey's right. New Jersey, New Jersey is, uh, and I, I shock people with this. New Jersey is a weird state, and it will always be like that because historically, people will talk about you know where does Dixie start, where does it begin, and there's an obvious physical boundary, the Mason-Dixon line, but they also forget the border states like Delaware. New Jersey is often referred to as the northernmost southern state because it's got a really weird culture and geography. Accent-wise, uh, Frankie might sound more New York. I might sound slightly more Southern or slightly more like I'm from Delaware or the Midwest. I've gotten crazy things. That's South Jersey versus North Jersey. That's right. South Jersey is, tends to be more fighters, more um, conservative. North Jersey tends to be more liberal with the exception of like Sussex. We also have different um, ideologies, North and South Jersey. From the get-go, it used to be West and East Jersey. They wanted to split the state up. New Jersey historically at one point had two governors. And then uh, they, that was the first movement that failed to secede and be another state. Um, then Which would have went through there, man. States, They wanted to do, um, New Jersey wanted to leave the Union and join um, Maryland along with Delaware. And we do think that if Maryland was allowed to secede, because Lincoln locked everyone up who wanted to secede, threw them in jail. If Maryland was allowed to go, it would have been Delaware, New Jersey, and that would have been the cutoff line to Dixie. Wow. A lot of people debate that. And they do think, because we were four votes, four votes short in New Jersey from leaving the Union. Then back in, I think it was 1980 or so, 1980s, they wanted to secede again because they felt that South Jersey was not being fairly represented in politics. So they wanted to split the state it's up. True. It's still true to this day. It, it is true but because it's those few cities up in North Jersey that control the entire vote on everything. And that's the problem. It's like New York. If you have New York City, that one city in New York controls all of New York. 
it skews the vote. It skews all the uh, the beliefs, which is a pain in the rear. Um, I know that um, another issue is that now the secession movement um, is coming up again in New Jersey, the NJXIT movement, which I would be more than happy to help, you know, co-lead or spearhead because people are tired of their voice not being heard and tired of the Murphy's rules. So you know what? Cut it in half. They keep Trenton. They keep everything up. We keep the rest of the state, uh, the counties, New Jersey, and we become the 51st state. And I told people, make Cape May your, uh, your capital. <laughs> Why not? It'll be like Delaware. Well, we will be functioning like Delaware. And I truly believe that because New Jersey as it is, is already being such a mess. What do you think about Delaware? I have a couple friends that moved down there. They said it's peaceful there. No one bothers you. There's not, there's no liberal morons for the most part running amok in the school systems or running amok every, every day in your face. And um, what do you think about Delaware? Personally, I love Delaware. I have been to Delaware several times. Um, the next time we have our memorial service, which I've been trying to I tell you, you know, come on down with us. I'll definitely love to take it down. Um, we have no taxes in Delaware. Even though Delaware is a blue state, it's really weird because um, they do have a lot of Confederate heritage there. You have a lot of true patriots. You'll see battle flags everywhere. We have the Delaware Grays SCV camp. We have a monument uh, to, the, to, to the men who, awesome. were, who were from Delaware that got put up in 2008. Uh, Mr. Jeff Plummer, he's a wonderful guy. You, you know uh, Biden's from Delaware, right? Are we going to stop by his house and throw some eggs oh, out there? That, that's the bad part. That's the, that's the bad part of Delaware. <laughs> yeah, that's the bad part. And people in Delaware are embarrassed by that's him. So it's like, They just want to say, like, oh, that's not part of Delaware. It's his own little nation, his like, property. They pretend like he's not because Delaware um, is wonderful. It's peaceful. It's calm. You don't have the, the crazy liberal behavior. It's actually like South Jersey, but better. And that's what I tell people. Delaware kind of behaves like Maryland. So Maryland, um, or some people call it Merlin, it's very, uh, it's very Southern. It's very woodsy. It can, if you go by the Bay, you have a different culture as well. Yeah, I guess is wonderful. Baltimore. Outside Baltimore and DC, the two places that stink in Maryland, everything else is for the most part wonderful. Right, it's just, absolutely. they're both very small states. They're teeny. DeSantis wants to send the illegal aliens to Delaware to annoy Biden. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. That's right. Arcan oh, Corey says Arkansas Session Day anniversary coming up soon. Heck yeah. Uh, is your camp doing anything for the secession day? Are you doing like a banquet? Are you doing like a, an event? That'd be wonderful. Our, I'm trying to get our camp to do things. some stuff because we're, we're in the process of still planning events um, and whatnot. I know with the flaggers group, we still have to plan the event, but like our flag day is going to be postponed because of just all the nonsense going on with the, they're doing the rally and that's going to block up traffic. So like, I don't want to make someone wait like five hours and you know, this whole mess, which stinks. Um, I'm really upset about that, to be honest. Well, let, let, let's switch gears to – let's go back to the trucker rally real quick. Will that change spark revolution in our country in comparison to what can, you know, Canada is doing? And, you know, here's the thing. Canada – and I keep going back and forth with this. Canada, in some ways, was very harsh. They do have different laws. And I'm not too familiar with Canada's government system, but I do know no, what I do know is they have more overreach. They have more overreach than we have here. What I will say is that knowing how the administration has been and how they were, you saw what happened, like, I guess, in January last year, they were harassing people that were just there peacefully. It is going to be an issue because I think that there are going to be a lot of false flags. There are going to be a lot of, um, you know, infiltration. And that's why I told people with how shady New Jersey was, I'm staying out of the whole thing. Yeah, you can't trust anything that ha that's going on currently. It's another, no, you another, can't. It's but another also, false flag look, look at what they're doing in uh, D.C. They're already putting up a gate, putting up a fence. You can, and if you go to that beltway, that beltway 
You cannot drive a truck through there. They're going to be stuck there. It's going to be a mess. Traffic's going to be a mess. They're probably going to get hit with a whole bunch of fines and whatnot. And then you're going to end up with a mess again. Well, you know what? If they end up going down there, similar to what happened during January 6th. Or right? my favorite, right, is they think that they're going to go down there with just USA flags and a back the blue flag and think they're not going to get in legal trouble. And that's, that's what's comical to me. And again, I am not knocking on police. People want to say that I am an anti-cop and I'm not. I truly appreciate that someone puts their life on the line to serve their country, serve their community, save lives. Because when an accident happens, the police are there. And I appreciate that. What I'm saying is the fact that people think by having a thin blue line flag that will exempt them from everything and to say, oh, look, we have a USA flag. We have a back the blue flag. We're going to be exempt from all liability. No, you're not. No. They still find some way to pin the blame on you. And they still don't like the back the blue flag. So that's another flag you get in trouble for anyway. It's the funniest thing. And it's comical how they think that by basically doing that, they're just going to say, oh, I'm going to get a fine or something. No, you're going to get probably charged or something. That's and then the one thing that I tell people all the time is that the local government, you know, this example, states rights versus, you know, federal overreach. Look at the example of how our local cops, for the most part, are wonderful. It's a hit or miss. But like we have a wonderful local police department. They're absolutely amazing. They do community service events. Um, they're there for you. They do first aid. But then you have the state troopers and it's the state troopers that are basically like Murphy's police or as Marjorie Taylor Greene would say, the gazpacho, like soup, the That's gazpacho, right. his own little gazpacho, because basically... Murphy says do this and the state troopers do that. What really shocked me the most is that a lot of the state troopers are very liberal and they actually voted for Murphy. It was the local right. policemen and women that did not that voted for um, and Jack. I don't understand they how the heck they're police officers if they're liberal. I mean, they're not exactly capable people in America. It's scary. Well, we're a police state and it's scary because like I know the other states, like I know um, some of the more conservative states, their state troopers are just like their county police. They have sheriffs and they're all very conservative. And they would, you'll explain to them what the police are like in New Jersey. And they're like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. They're all about, they're all about making money through uh, traffic tickets. And uh, it's the, uh, it's the, um, the power trip basically, because I know for a fact, they people. For not wearing a mask somewhere. I mean, seriously, they're they're, 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 they're worse than the being the New York City cops who arrested that that kid for not wearing a mask in a restaurant. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. That was a young child. I think it was like what in nine or ten. That is a child that's gonna be traumatized. He walked in without showing proof of the vaccine and he had no mask, and they arrested him and the mom. That is so ridiculous that a cop would enforce that when they have the Constitution to uphold. That is what I don't have respect for. And people jump down my throat, and I'm saying, no, you need to call that out when you call it out. Because Absolutely. you, know, you had all the conservatives that be they'd be you know wearing their face cover and say, oh, we don't want to you know start trouble with the police. I'm where I'm breathing fresh air outside. How is that gonna start trouble? So, you know, like if you could, if you comply a little bit, that's what happens. So are they still going to then say, oh, comply when you have the police saying, oh, you have to get the vaccine. You're not allowed in. That's right. I mean, they're doing that in, in New, Newark, New Jersey. You cannot enter a Dunkin' Donuts or a 7-Eleven without showing proof of a jab. Yeah. And then and then they don't want to give you a straw unless you get a drink. Like <laughs> they don't they, they took away all the straws. Same thing with Quick Check. And now they're doing plastic bags. You can't have a plastic bag. It's, gonna it's amazing how eco-friendly is killing all the trees with their paper products. Their paper straws and their paper bags. And I do, by the way, consider Delaware because um, that's what's going to be nice about Delaware. You can still get straws, plastic bags, nice people. It is a southern state, I tell people, because it borders it. <laughs> you know, th there's going to be a time and a place where we as Americans, actual Americans, Vinny, where we're going to have to make a choice about every single thing that we're talking about. There's going to be 
there's going to be lots of revolution. And I we love, are I love, a band of brothers, and man. native to the soil. Oh, he's singing the song. For liberty we gained by honest toil, and when our rights were threatened, the cry rose near and far. Hurrah for the bonnie blue flag that bears a signal star. Wonderful. Hurrah, hurrah for southern rights, hurrah. Hurrah for wow. the bonnie blue flag that bears a signal star. Wow, bravo. Wow. I had to do that. We're going to have to change a couple of those words against everybody else now. Let's see. <laughs> hurrah, hurrah, screw you, NWO. Hurrah, <laughs> hurrah <laughs> screw you, Federal Reserve. And uh, then we're gonna then we're gonna just set fire to all of it, and uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stand there with a big smile on my face because that's what they deserve after all the years of turmoil, chaos, and bastardizing our constitution to fit there. Our own governor needs. Murphy, he said the Bill of Rights is above his pay grade. If you yes. have a governor telling you that, oh, your Bill of Rights, your constitution, just use it as toilet paper, what kind of governor is that? Because he he is actually a carpetbagger, and you know he is a carpetbagger. This could be probably one of the best things that, and I always give credit where credit is due. You know that. Uh, Billy Prempa, there's not many things I agree with. I do agree with this when he called Phil Murphy a carpetbagger. That is one word that he used correctly because he was. He came from a northern state, right. Massachusetts. He's imposing his liberal views from Massachusetts on New Jersey, That's and right. he's exploiting the land, which is really upsetting a lot of people. That's Corey, right. Arkansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Florida are the best places to live. And to that, South Carolina. South Carolina is very nice, too. Um, so is Alabama. Alabama. Did we kick Bill Clinton's family out of Arkansas yet? Did we? Did we? Did we do that? Did we, I don't know if we did that, Vinny, or not. I don't know. Um, I think we should. <laughs> I, listen, I don't because first of all, Bill Clinton. As much as people want to hate him, I'm going to make you hate him even more because he's directly associated with the KKK, the 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 New Age KKK, not the old KKK. And, and, and the KKK is also done and operated by every single federal reservist. Mm -hmm. there, there's, so, there's so much disgusting ties to all these different shit show families. Even the Kennedys are part of the 13 families. Like, as much as JFK wanted to release all the information about, about the New World Order, I mean, remember he did like a five-minute clip and then a week later, he was executed. He was That's assassinated. right. He said, I intend to release all the information about, about what the CAA has done and, 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 the foreign, and the foreign and and domestic banking systems, about all the evils and atrocities the United States government had. He just kept going. He was going to release the beast, literally. He was going to let the ball drop. And what did he do? And they tried to pin it on someone who wasn't even there. <laughs> He was a paid-off crony that just took the that took the hit, and uh, you know, then he ends up losing his life for it. No, yeah, he, and it's it's always interesting because it's similar to you know the Glenn Maxwell case. You have someone who has information; they have an accident, or like uh, Corey brought up a really good point: how there was someone who knew Epstein, and all of a sudden he had an accident. Yes, yeah, and we like that means stuff. because we can't say it without getting censored, and it's just like, plus people that wanted to speak out against the Hillary Clinton Foundation, and mind you, the same people that spoke out were all executed. They all they go missing. They all kidnapped. They all committed suicide, including the Haitian president himself, who literally That's just right. who just was killed. That's right. And well, he was two one months ago, three months ago. Wasn't it him that he stood against the hammer? 
he draw he stood against mandates. Was that was that the Haitian one that he said no, we don't want none of that nonsense here, and then all Absolutely. of a sudden, he, like, and then Oof. yeah, and then say, it's a, same thing with several leaders in Africa. Was That's that right. They try to protect their own people, which is difficult because if you look at those countries' history, it is horrible because Africa has been through hell and handbasket, and a lot of those lines. That's right have a lot of division within each country and there's a lot of turmoil and it will always be that way. That's another country where it's really an issue uh, with in-group fighting. Well, it's all tribal leaders fighting things. over land, power, and diamonds. And who's going to be the best buyer? Nigeria, for the record, guys, is the biggest human sex trafficker. It oh. has all the captured women and children. You want to hear something America crazy? There. There's an, I forgot, I'm blanking on the name of the country, but because slavery exists, people don't want to address that. It exists. It is well alive in Africa. It is well alive in yes, the, is. Uh, the Middle East and even in parts of Asia, which is people turn a blind eye to, yes, which is. is heartbreaking. And they try to blame it on some like, you know, white colonist. Um, there was a Northern African country. I forgot the name of it. It's a, it's a really weird one. You would never like, you know, think of that it existed. Small. They had slavery up until the 1980s that was still allowed. And it wasn't until I think it was 2007 or 2008 around that time frame that they then got harder because when they tried to outlaw it, people still did it. And they said, okay, we're going to make this a, a, you know, I guess a more severe punishment if you're caught doing slavery. They still have it. And that's a problem because the in-group corruption, the government corruption is so bad there. So when you work very hard to make the country get better, um, and that was a lot of the people getting together and you have these leaders that would say, okay, we're going to fix these things. We're not going to have mandates. We're not going to have this. And then what is the, you know, new world order thing go? Boom. That's right. They make everything. Like, Haiti, Haiti, Haiti was the same way. Haiti was horrible for a while and it started getting better. I know. Corey, I, th I think it was, it was something like that. It was like a Northern African country. It was like the last, I think, country on earth that like finally abolished slavery. And it was the 1980s in Africa. That's Amy, sad. great to see you. Good to see you, I mean, Positively, Amy, nice, nice, nice. Welcome. Y'all go follow her. She's incredible. Absolutely. Guys, if you do want to come on here and state your grievances with the New World Order, please go ahead and do so. I don't mind. I'm sticking my neck out every single day in the name of the Constitution, in the name of patriotism, in the name of everything that we hold near and dear to our hearts. And you're also welcome to come on and do the same. We're not, we don't like the hold back because guess what? The New World Order has already exposed themselves for the demons that they are. And guess what? We're just not going to take it anymore. We've had it. We've had it with the lies. We've had it with the deception. We've had it with the paid-off cronies. We've had it with the paid-off. We had it with the paid-off wars. We've had it with every single notion that we just have to believe the media. We have to believe what the government tells us, or else we've had it. Because look, look at what's happened. Look at the way the people are acting. You know how many people are still wearing masks, regardless that the mask mandates were dropped in every I single county, every single state. It is so disgusting because I'll go into like the grocery store and then it's the funniest thing because from day one, I did not comply at, at all. I even was smart enough to get a medical note because when you have Lyme disease, you have air hunger. So I'd walk in the store, right? No mask. I would get, where's your mask? Walk right through. They'd call like security. And I might show the medical note. They couldn't do anything. Certain stores would give you. So we had, we actually created a whole list of like basically our little underground railroad, if you will, yeah. um, of like where to go, certain businesses to support. And it was a while that we'd only support those select businesses. And it was crazy. Um, you know, I was a hairdresser, so I was still doing hair, hair services for people. So if their stylist was like super woke, you know, they didn't go back to them to support them. And it, it was it was rough for a while that we, we did this together as a community, a small group of us. And it was, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, when they, the first day they dropped the mask mandate, this is something I will never forget as long as I live. We had a health food store and I went there. 
And it's always ironic how a health food store gets super woke. I don't understand that because they were, it, you probably see that a lot too. Well, right? I mean, you look at Whole Foods, you have nothing but liberals running the show. It's I mean. insane because like, you know, like herbs and uh, homeopathy, and all, they're super liberal. And that's, I don't understand that at super all. Super hippies, super hippies. I don't understand that. So I, I walked in there with no mask and I'm like the only one. People are all covered, gloves, everything, double N95 mask. They're giving me looks like this. And I remember I was walking through and I saw a couple, married couple young. They looked at me and they go, no mask. I looked at him. I said, she goes, this is amazing. I said, she goes, may I hug you? I'm like, let's give each other hugs. We all gave each other hugs. People were looking like we were nuts. Like, oh my God, they touched each other. It was just so wonderful. Like to have that human connection again and to like see a smile and interact with someone without having a cover like this. Uh, One of my best friends, and she's a rebel from Virginia. She's deaf. When you think about how masks have hurt people, if oh. you go like this, someone who is deaf, because it is a culture, it's a subculture, and it's a wonderful subculture, you have to go by facial expression, lip, lips, yeah, you can't tell and you're signing. If you go like this, you can do a sign, but because you cut off the emotion in the face, I can't read your nonverbal behavior, so I have to then translate, okay, do they mean this word or that word? Because sign language is this all together. You cannot do it like this. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, let alone you want to talk about the mask injuries that people have been suffering from lately, mm-hmm. too. Some people just still don't still don't change their masks on a regular basis. It's filthy. It's You're gross. breaking They're getting rashes. They're getting tooth decay. They're getting uh, really, I mean, really, even some people got rashes right underneath their eyes. You go blind from that. And it, you go yeah, nose you infections. You're extra mints and it's breathing out into your eyeballs. Your, eye, your eyes can absorb disease, guys. So how many more? How many more atrocities would you like? How much more freedom would you like to lose? How many more years do you want to play pandemic with yourself? It, it, that's what it they're just, playing. My favorite is like, they've said, oh, it might be uh, endemic in 2023. It's already endemic and people don't get that. You know what really breaks my heart too is because working education, it's going to be the students that are special needs that are going to suffer the most from everything. Because for example, if someone uh, either has... Um, ASD, autism spectrum disorder, when you're young, you're learning how to read facial expressions as part of the, uh, the education. When you have a mask like this, you're going to cause someone to have a major setback. You, if a student has a sensory issue and you're putting a mask on them like that, that can cause meltdowns. You're doing so much psychological harm in the long run. And even in general, average student, maybe they're a little bit depressed. You're doing this. They can't interact. You're getting yelled at tw- uh, 24-7 in school. Keep your mask up. Keep your mask up. That's going to ruin someone's self-esteem. That's going to make them depressed. It's going to make them not want to. It already has. Suicides have happened because of it, guys. Look at what the the liquor stores, people have been gaining weight. They closed down. When they closed down parks and gyms, that's how you know it was fraudulent because a park, it's open air. I used to sneak out to the park anyway, and I would never get caught. But I remember the one time there was a group online and it was one person like, and again, the people that would drive around like looking for people to report with no masks or businesses, how, you need a life. I mean, you really don't have a life if you're doing that. There was someone, it looked like they were hiding in the bushes based on the photograph. I would add a heart attack if I saw that. They were taking photographs of people illegal, illegally walking through a park with no mask on and trying to report them. It's ridiculous. Gestapoists, paid off cronies, and fear mongering is the key political tools of the political left. That's right. All day, and- every day. There's people, there was, I saw one lady alone in her car. She had a double N95. Corey's right. And the mask's messing with the child's speech development. You can't read nonverbal behavior. It's uh, impeding how you speak. You're going to see a lot, a whole cohort, which is like a lost generation 
of individuals who are going to be set back, missing milestones. And what's also more disgusting is I tell people, when you have something like big, like what's going on now on the news, make sure you look at other stuff because you're always pushing something very silently. I think it was the CDC. They changed, or no, I think it was American Academy of Pediatrics. They changed their developmental milestones. So basically the mask, and I can't say, you know, what it is because you all get censored, but the, the blank injury, it yeah. rhymes with, uh, with, uh, with, it rhymes with bab with a J that kind of injury yeah. which causes developmental issues. That's right. It, it, that's already known. It's already prevalent guys. Look at all the bears reports that have been recently coming out. That's right. So even when they are the, delaying the, that, the, it's going to cover Hey brother, the UK had come out with a whole entire report in which I posted on Facebook and got banned for an additional 30 days because of it had literally said that 20,000 more people have been heavily injury uh, injured by the vaccinations. Heavily injured, almost to the point where some of them died. And it's like, if you can't believe the stats and you can't believe VAERS, and VAERS has been out for 20 plus years about vaccination injuries. Matter of fact, they go as far back as 1985. So are we not going to believe actual data, you know, versus their version of quote unquote science? Are we actually going to believe the analysis, the actuality? It's absolutely absurd that people cannot just simply look at a piece of information and think to themselves for just a second, hmm, this sounds like a plan. Hmm, people are dying from this. People are getting injured from this. I mean, look, I just lost a family member three months ago. Mm -hmm. Or actually, no, I'm sorry, uh, four or five months ago now. And the Great main cause of his death was an inflamed heart. He got vaccinated several months prior. So am I gonna, am I gonna tell my family, hey, listen guys, the vaccination, why aren't you questioning it? No, because they're not going to believe me. Because they don't want to do the research themselves and question the narrative. They're all too afraid. And there are, it's ridiculous because my favorite thing is that when you have, as you, we see this in school, my PhD program, they're already trying to fix our opinion on this. I'm going to be rebuttaling the statements they make about the job. Um, <laughs> when you have something that they say, oh, don't challenge us, don't like, you know, fight the narrative. That is when you want to then fight the narrative because that's, that's right. Be very suspicious. What are you covering up? What are you hiding? That's right. If you didn't care about us saying anything, if you say, "Hey, you know what? You you can question this. That's fine. We have answers for you." But if you're it saying, down oh, no, to you can't say anything," then you know something's up. Period. The almighty dollar, and that's the exactly what it comes down to. I want okay. Bring that back on the screen for me, please. The dollar bill, especially the back, ladies and gentlemen. If you look at both sides of it. You got the Illuminati pyramid with the, with the overseeing eye at the top, meaning everything just trickles up from the top anyway and then down to us, right? But there's a very particular piece of speech that's beneath the pyramid. Can you read that for us, Vinny? Um, Novus Ordo Selectrium. Okay, that means New World Order or One World Order. It's even on our money. If you look at all the numbers of all the routing information, or if you look at where the, the, they've been printed, most of that money has not been printed here. It has no been printed kidding. in other countries. That is correct. I am 110% certain now that wow. most of our money is foreign. Like okay? China? The Federal Reserve has bought and sold us out since the 16th Amendment made in 1913 
just in time for World War I, just in time for the Great Depression 20 years later, just in time for Congress to lay taxes on the people. You'll, you guys can look at, look at it if you don't believe me. The 16th Amendment granted Congress the power to lay taxes on everything. They never, they never used to exist. And then it gave the president more power, more terms later on with the 20th Amendment and 22nd Amendment. So like, if you look at everything after the, the original Bill of Rights, it has been a direct bastardization, a direct sellout to the Federal Reserve and the banking systems. The one thing I will say about it, Vinny, is that Trump had passed a, a bill separating the Treasury from the Federal Reserve. So that way they would give us our money back. But obviously when Biden came back, Biden completely reversed that and said, no, the Federal Reserve and the Treasury are to work together when it comes to our currency. So yeah, our, our currency has been formed for quite some time. And it, it just aggravates me because everyone thinks like, oh, look, look at all these great presidents on our money. And, and you know, it, it's so patriotic. Now, if you go to the other side of the dollar bill, Vinny, mm -hmm. You have you have our bald headed eagle with the with the olive branch of peace and the thirteen arrows that are supposed to, my friends, supposed to represent the thirteen colonies. However, there are also thirteen families that own the world. Mm -hmm. However, if you look right above the eagle's head, Vinny, what shape do you see? What star do you see in specific? It's like the Star of David. Thank you, sir. Several of the tribes of Israel, and I'm not saying which ones, but part of the 13 families, you know where I'm going with this. And you look at who owns the media for the most part. Who created social media for the second part? That's right. Who runs all the jewelry stores and the news networks? And, and, and who, who who developed the socialist Marxist culture that we have? A lot of them are Rockefellers. A lot of them do tie back Operation to Lockstep, some of the Jewish people, that's correct. Um, the Rockefellers are heavily involved with this since the 80s and 70s with their, with their hippiest nonsense. But it was a different time. These families are so old. The old money has been around since the beginning. When I Here's tell people that England still owns America, they laugh at me. They still do. They never they left. Do. Hedge funds, all that hedge stuff. Hedge funds. The biggest hedge fund owner is the Queen of England, my friends. And, and Corey, that's an excellent question. Would it save our currency if we went back to the gold standard? Well, you got to see where the gold is made. If, if several companies that don't deal with the Federal Reserve or they're independent from everything to do with the United States currency, then yes. We could save ourselves with that, but we most importantly could save ourselves with the bartering system going back to trading like they did during the French and Indian War days. Everyone just trying to, to do things uh, through that commerce instead of relying on money. And even like, like small-scale farming, little things like right. that, you know, mom-and-pop shops, small-scale tailor shops, something that's like more uh, boutique in a way, you know, clothing-wise to an extent. I mean, that's the way America used to be until all these corporations came into play. And bought out America and sold out America. I mean, anytime you guys see the gold fringe around the American flag, that's not exactly America. That's America the corporation. And if you guys don't know that difference, I did a, a several series podcast uh, months ago uh, giving you the brief history behind that. The USA flag, yeah. I, told, I mean, that's crazy. It's great because finally 
the one group caught on because they would say, oh, only American flags. So I said, all right, I'm still bringing the battle flag. Or if not bringing the battle flag, I'm bringing one of the nationals. Vinny, you um, know what upsets me about that gold fringe, most importantly? That was developed after the Civil War. It was put around the American flag when the Union pissants decided to take over America. That's right. And they put that, how arrogant, how disgusting is that? When you see that gold fringe around the American flag, I'm like, take that fringe off. Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriots.com.